Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week, we discuss all the big talking points from other football, preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, the 2022 FA Cup final has been set. Chelsea and Liverpool will meet after their two semi-final wins in the Premier League. No one wants fourth place at the moment as the Ronaldo show puts Manchester United back in contention and Sean Dyche loses his job just a couple of days before the draw with West Ham. What impact, if any, will this have on the relegation battle? Well, with that and plenty more to get through, uh, let's talk football. Well, 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 welcome, welcome everybody to another week of the podcast. Hello, everybody. Yes, here we are, another week, another week of football. And another controversial week in some places. In some places, in others not so much. But yeah, uh, two FA Cup semi-finals. One was very, very, very interesting. The other one was pretty, pretty standard. The Chelsea Crystal Palace game was interesting for 45 minutes. I mean, it wasn't really that interesting for that 45 minutes, to be honest. But there wasn't any, nothing happened in it. It was intriguing, really, because Crystal Palace were kind of holding their own, and then uh, they stopped. <laughs> lot, I mean, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't really see a lot. I, there was nothing in that game in the first half. I mean, we started talking about it, so let's carry on. There was nothing really when I was watching that game. That the first half, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it was boring. It was a boring first it half. It was of a football. boring first half. It was boring. Cry- nothing happened. Crystal Palace were missing one big thing. Oh, yeah. They were missing they're, they're one. They were missing player. a midfielder pushing on and trying to get in the box. Yeah, which is kind of what Conor Gallagher does, right? Yeah. But he was never going to be allowed to play. We we knew this. Yes, we knew this last week. Yeah. But even so, yeah, it was just it was more that Chelsea didn't fancy playing the first half. I think they would obviously had the effect of the Champions League game, which I thought they put in a tremendous performance in the Bernabeu. By the way, they did. They did more. Very of that very place. unlucky. I would like more Champions League games like that, please. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in the semi-finals of that coming up soon. But no, Chelsea, Chelsea come out the second half. They pick the tempo up. They got the ball moving. And then, yeah, that, that nice move uh, to get the opening goal. His first goal for Chelsea in three years. Yeah. <laughs> I know he spent a little bit of time out on loan. But when they said that, I was like, three years? Really? It was a good strike, that, from uh, Loftus-Cheek as it well. It was, yeah. Very good. And he had his injury, didn't he? So he he, he got he come back, I think, did, did he come back from Palace, didn't he, before the World Cup? Yeah. Or, you know, after the World Cup, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he had that good run at Palace, didn't he, to get him into the World Cup squad. Then he come back, and I think he got injured that season. When so Frank then Lampard to find himself charge, again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then kind of had to go back out on loan again to find his fitness. And so he's just... This season started to be seen a little bit more. I thought he was very good. Yeah, yeah, he did play really well. Yeah. Hey, well, on the goal, the strike was, oh, it was clean. It was a clean strike right in the top corner. It was a good bit of play from uh, Havertz, and in it went. Yeah, and then obviously Mason Mount getting his obligatory goal at the moment. Yeah, exactly. He just plays a game, scores a goal. Did you hear? Did 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 you hear the story they were talking about in the commentary? Or someone said it what about story? his hair. No, and that, you know he had his he had his long hair a while back, right. and he said, apparently he said that oh he thought that it was maybe getting in his eyes, and you know it was affecting his football, so he got it cut to make it short. He was probably messing around. It's Mason Mount joking, 
But he's ever since he's got his hair cut, he's scored in every game he's played. Right. Oh, maybe maybe the hair was getting in his eyes. Maybe it was. I mean, it's going to come to a point where he's going to have to have it cut again, right? I mean, yeah, because it'll grow back. And it'll get in his eyes again. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not to say he won't get his hair cut again. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just wondering where he was going with it. It was more of a, he needed to get his hair cut because his hair was in his eyes. And then, yeah, and that's it. Definitely having a purple patch, though, for Chelsea. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's on top form at the minute, Mason. And he's looking good. Needs to keep that up going into the winter, please. Yes, yeah, very much so. For England, anyway. Yeah, for England. For Chelsea, don't worry. But he needs to play well for Chelsea to play well for England. Doesn't need to. Gareth Southgate are picking. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that was Sunday's, Sunday's FA Cup game. Uh, and then Saturday's, which was... I mean, you had your main event a day early, I feel, with the FA, with the semi-finals, yeah, the FA Cup semi-finals. Yeah, did you remember to watch it? After re reminding everybody last week that it was half past yeah, three yeah, kick-off, you I remember watched to it. watch it? Oh, I watched it. It was, uh, you know, you watch the first half, and you're thinking, oh, Liverpool absolutely obliterated them. Yes, they did. Yeah, I didn't oh, see any just... of the first half, but I, I saw it was 3-0 and went, oops. They were all <laughs> over them. City were just, were not good. Not good. And then Liverpool are 3-0 at me thinking, okay, you know, this is all it's all done. Canate, he's he's another one. He's off he's scoring goals left, right, yeah, centre at the minute. Yeah, Don't know what's going on there. But he's on it. Mane is just one of the best players you're ever gonna see at the minute. Yes, he's definitely playing very, very well at the moment, Sadio Mane. He's phenomenal. It's not just obviously scoring the goals, but his movement is just the way he just drags defenders around. He's at the phenomenal. peak of his powers, as they say. Indeed, but then, you know, City come out and do, do City things, and you're thinking, oh, hello, they get the goal straight away. Yeah. Which is probably what, you know, it's just what they needed. But that second one didn't come soon enough. Yeah, if that had come 10 minutes earlier, because yeah, they had a couple of chances come in injury time as well, didn't they? So. Yeah, absolutely. If it had just come a bit earlier than it did, we might have had a... An absolute classic on our hands going into extra time. Yeah, obviously, much like Chelsea, they had a very difficult game against Atletico in the week. A very physical game very as well. Physical that game one, of, yeah, absolutely. Because Atletico will, if they don't do anything else, they will run run you about. Yes, and then they will start kicking you if it doesn't go your their way. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> They'll be all over you. Uh, but you know, you, it's just you, you can see that they are the two best teams. I would argue in Europe right now. Yep. And who knows? They may well meet again in Paris. They may, they may well meet in Paris. Um, I think Bayern might be the biggest. Uh, not Bayern, Real Madrid, sorry, will be the biggest threat to that situation. Yes. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't rule out Villarreal over two legs. If they were playing City. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, possible. Possible. I don't see. I'd, I, I don't see this. I, you know, this, I know it sounds odd to say, but I think a team like that is more capable of beating City than they're beating this Liverpool team. Yeah, because City can have an off day. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool are just, at the moment don't look like they're going to have one. Yeah, they're just <laughs> on it. Yeah. And yeah, they will run through Villarreal. I think at times in that. Yeah. You know, they'll be set up. They'll be deep. They'll be compact because that's how they're going to play. They're not going to play any differently. And I just feel like Liverpool will just run... They'll, they'll outrun them. Yeah. And if 
something doesn't work. So, for example, if Salah doesn't play well on the night, then they've got Firmino to come off the bench. Or Diaz. Or Diaz or, or Jota or... Yeah. Even, even Origi. Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the depth of that squad at the moment. And have a, and have a say on stuff if, if he's fit. I felt a little bit sorry for Zach Seffen, if I'm honest, though. Yeah, it and was an unfortunate one. A bit of a howler. But he's not, he's not Edison. He's not Edison. He? No, he's definitely not. And I, you know, you see the weekend before Edison's on his on his line, just casually just doing it, and then yeah. you've got Stefan coming in, who's trying to do a Cruyff turn or whatever he was trying to do. Yeah. And, and it was just tackled. put it on a plate. Yeah. Put it on a plate. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, thanks. Mane probably couldn't believe his luck at that point of the game. Yeah. Although Pep, fair play to Pep Guardiola. He did say that, you know, it happens. Well, yeah, because that's the way they're set up. That's the way they're going to play. And he wants his keepers to do that. And, yeah. you know, if you're not, if you're not Edison or indeed Allison, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to struggle at times. It's going to be an odd one. Yes. Yeah, definitely. But with that being said, I mean, they've served up two great games, I feel, these pair in the last couple of weeks. Yes, it's been a very interesting battle between the two of them over the last couple and of weeks. And then they go and they go back to battle, although not directly, for the league for the rest of this season. And of course, Liverpool Tuesday night, so you'll probably know the answer to this question. How many how many did Liverpool how score? Many, <laughs> how many how many did they beat United by at Anfield? I I just not looking forward to it at all. No. My guessing mm. I'm gonna go with three. I'm gonna go with you're gonna be kind and say I'm three. I'm gonna go with three. I think you'll I think hold out some three's resistance. Probably right. And then I think Phil Jones playing <laughs> tells you everything we're, where we're at right now. Although you know he played well in his last game, he but did play he well hasn't, in his last game. But he hasn't played for he hasn't played for two months since. No. And now he's been said, "Here, oh, here's Anfield. Go play." He's obviously got some faith you know in I mean? Ralph Ragnick. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Well, he was always going to go through at the back. He couldn't not. It's, and it was it, him or Bailly. It's either Faith or because blind Faith, injured. one or the other. Um, but yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I mean, you could even see during the game at the weekend against Norwich. Yes. We're so bad. Defensively frail, I think, is the word. I say I it use. every week, but we're so bad. Ralph said it himself. No one else concedes goals like that in the league. No. no Nobody not. else does. And it's it's... For me, it's down to the work rate of the midfield. Yes, and without, without Fred in there, yeah, it's just it's just like you had Lingard, Bruno, and Pogba, and then you just had Norwich players running through them. Yes, and just waiting for the ball the other side, and just going, "Oh, this is all right." I'm at Old Trafford, <laughs> look at all this space I've got. Yeah. Can't we play these every week? And there's seventy-four thousand <laughs> people in the stadium, but you know. It, and if it weren't for you, it weren't for your boy, man, the myth, the legend, that is Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, I don't know where we'd be right now. I, I mean, you'd probably be mid-table. I would have thought. He's 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 our problem. Don't forget everyone. He's the problem. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo's our problem. Yeah, no, good hat trick from him. It was. It was. It was a good good goal. I mean, Alanga, Harrying for the first one. Yeah, which was good. Easy tapping. Easy tapping. First one. Yeah. Second one was just that was that's oh, Ronaldo. A Absolutely just brilliant. In a nutshell, and the way he's aggressive, yeah. he attacked it, got to that near post, and you know, even to get the the right touch yeah. to get it in and towards if the goal. It's one an example of what you do 
in the box. That's what you do in the box. You start at the back of the box and you just power forward and you just use the pace on the ball to guide yeah. it in. Yeah. But it was it was the power of the jump though. I mean Oh yeah, I mean, like the leap amazing. The leap he has yeah. is yeah. So you know, you gotta work on that one. Yes. You gotta work yeah. on that leap. That needs a bit of athleticism. Yeah. To do it. But um yeah, and then the third one, the free kick. I thought Tim Cool should have had it. I think the no the pace has done him. The pace has done him. Well, you, just... you got his hands to it, and you're like he did. But he should be getting more but... behind that. I think he's hit it. He's hit it so hard though. Yeah, he's hit it so hard, and that's the thing. It's, it's easy just to say, "Oh, he should have saved that." But that ball's probably come at him at like eighty mile an hour. Yeah, I, I still think he'll be disappointed not to have saved it. He, he will have been. He will be, but he shouldn't be because you know Ronaldo's made better goalkeepers look a lot worse. Yes, over the years. And all of a sudden, Manchester United are back in the race for fourth. We're not, because you forgot we're playing <laughs> Liverpool. Like, we've we've lost to Liverpool last night or whenever you've put the pod, whenever you've put the podcast out. We've lost to Liverpool at this point. So I I'm saying you're back in the race. I don't think this is over by a mile yet. I I th- I th- no, I think we're out. I think we're out just because of who we've still got left to play. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's still going to be between whoever can not lose as many games between Arsenal and Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, at the moment, that seems to be the way it's going. You know, yes, okay, we've pulled ourselves back to within three points of you. But we've we've still got a, a few, a couple of tricky ones in there. Yeah, we've still got a game in hand we're, as well, we're gonna We're going to drop points. We're not going to get, um, you know, as of now, we've not kicked Liverpool games, not kicked off. We've got 18 points available to us. Yeah. We we might only get 15 of them. Yeah. Maybe even, well, no, I'm, I'm hardballing that. I'm highballing that. We might only get 10, 11 of those points. Uh, so it really does come down to uh, Arsenal. Yes. Is this table right? Should be. Saying that we've played, the, oh, no, we've played the same number of games, you know, you ain't got a game in hand on us anymore. Well, not until you kick off in 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. but we're going to lose that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it'll be down to us. I still think it'll be Arsenal. And, and if, if West Ham could have done a number on Burnley, yeah. on Burnley, then they would have pulled themselves back into it. I, but, I you tell know, you what, right? So obviously yeah. we lost on Saturday. Yeah. Having seen what's happened to Arsenal and West Ham this week, I'm bloody annoyed we lost that. Well, you would be. But the thing is, though, if you're any of the other two teams, yeah. you're annoyed you've dropped points in it's your like, game. We could have been six points clear. Yeah, Arsenal Arsenal would have been like, oh, damn it. You oh, know, they, they were celebrating yeah. something Tottenham. chronic when the final whistle went. So Tottenham have lost. Yeah, so that's their comeuppance. <laughs> And then West Ham would have looked at those and looked back after their game and gone, oh, that was an opportunity lost. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's kind of in that in that mode at the minute. I had a debate within with those my, teams. I had a debate with a guy in the office today. Hmm. If you're West Ham, what do you do at this point? You're in the semi-finals of the Europa League. Yeah. Against Eintracht Frankfurt, who, all right, they've beaten Barcelona, but... They're not exactly a world beater, Eintracht Frankfurt. Chance to play Leipzig or Rangers in the final. You're seventh in the Premier League, five points off the Champions League, 
having played more games than the rest of the teams in there, do you chuck in the Premier League and just go for the Europa League? From I don't think there's any... See, I, I, I disagree with these concepts, and I'll tell you why. Because momentum is everything. Yeah. And if you're chopping and changing your team around and you're having to change the way that you're doing your training, we, you know, to go, right, I've got a Premier League team, they're working on this, and I've got a Europa League team that are doing this, you know, and that's all my best players. They're all going to concentrate it over there. You know, you've got games that you're trying to prepare for. You can't, so you can't split your training like that because you probably haven't got the manpower to do it. No. Anyway, and you need the others to work with as a squad to be able to train together. You can't do that. And you, you shouldn't really be resting your players at this point in the season because you need them to be at their best in these games. Yeah. So it's it's one of those I've always it's always been a notion I've struggled with. Yes, you need a squad and yes, you need some rotation within your squad, but your core, your best players should always play. Yeah. Because it keeps their form going, it keeps their momentum going as players. And if you're chopping and changing your team around, you get no consistency in your team that then can have an impact on the way that you're playing. Yeah. No, no, fair enough. And I've always, yeah, I've always thought about it that way. I've always thought, you know, watching United win stuff down the years, mm. when we've won leagues early, you know, he might rest, he might rest a couple players before a big game. Yeah. He, he would have done that, but you wouldn't see him go, you wouldn't see him go, right, this is now, completely wasted on me because there's no point in doing that yeah a few kids would get a run out and there'd be some players who'd need a game or whatever but the core generally would stay he changed the goalkeeper because normally he's promised the goalkeeper if i can i can get i'll get you a league medal yeah because it used to be you needed to get 10 appearances to get a league medal yeah. as a goalkeeper they changed their goalkeeper anyway west ham for the europa league game yeah so yeah so you know for me i don't think it's a good idea yes you don't want too many miles under the players legs yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to kill all your momentum. You don't want to kill that. So if you're still going in the Premier League, go to Premier League. You do you do your job. You do your job. Frankfurt will look after itself. Like the rest of the games have. Yeah, true. Up to this point. True. You've been doing this thing and it's working. Don't change stuff now because you're kind of finding yourself in this mixed position. I don't think West Ham are in, in that position where they can do that anyway. And still no, play well in, in the, the league. They haven't got the squad to do that. No. You're not going to be able to put out a second eleven in the league, no. anyway. And and be I say they wouldn't be competitive would be unfair, but to do well. Yes. And I think yeah, if you chucked if you chuck that all in, and you're getting bad results in the league going into these semi-finals, and you're all of a sudden putting all the pressure on those players to say to perform. Yeah. You have to win this game now. Yeah, no, that's right. a fair point. This well. is the only thing that's important to you. So no, I wouldn't go that. I, I wouldn't take that approach. I'd be, you know, you, you've got you've got the, to have those games in the back of your head. What are we going to do with them? Yeah. Okay, this is kind of well, I think, you know, and you'll have your analysts and that do all the work that you kind of want to do and you'll start looking at various bits of tactics. And you know what? You might try actually this league game. We might be able to try this out ahead of this game. Yeah, yeah. But you... You know, you might try something like that, but I don't think you, you go out and you rest and you just go, now. Nah, we're just not bothering with that anymore because I just think that's the wrong mindset to send to your players. Yeah, fair enough. Going back to our mm. game. Yeah. Did you or do you know the stat that 
there was one other team that have beaten both Tottenham and Arsenal away in the same season in the Premier League era. Ever. Ever. Do I know who it is? Do you know who it is? I mean, there's a good chance it's Man United. No. We've never done both of you in You've the same season. We've never beaten both of us in the same season. Uh, it's only because of Arsenal, though, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> Mainly. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go on. Hull. Hull City. Get in, Hull City. Yeah. Harry Maguire. When Hull, Hull City when Hull, Yeah, when Hull first came up, they beat Arsenal and Tottenham. Away there from we home. go. Back to back. Yeah. Back to back. Which is obviously what the same as what Brighton have done. Indeed. And I was a little bit annoyed with our lads, so I have to say. We didn't show any kind of fight or anything. And that 90th minute goal was coming for about 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, it's all one of those, isn't it? One of those. Just, yeah, you were just waiting for the sucker punch to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, there was a little bit of luck about it. It kind of ricocheted off a few players and landed up, didn't it? Was it yeah. Ended up with Lalana, didn't it? I think was it Lalana in the middle, and then he poked and then he it played through. through to Someone Trossard. poked it through to yeah. Lampard, didn't they? Yeah, it's Trossard. Sorry. And then he just poked yeah. it beyond the goalkeeper. And, well, I, that's and unfortunate. I went home. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate for Tottenham, but uh, yeah, it keeps it keeps all that race interesting, doesn't it? For another week, no one wants it. Nobody no wants it. it. No, we got Brentford Arsenal this week. Played that's badly hard as well. Yeah, no, it's going to be a tough one. If you could draw with Arsenal, that'd be great. I mean, there's every chance. There's every <laughs> chance, but we'll probably lose, let's be honest. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> right, let's let's just crack on. Let's crack on. Um, yeah. Brentford, speaking of Brentford, beating Watford. Yep, another damaging result for Watford. Yeah, another one that they couldn't quite believe what had happened. They missed a sitter, though. Who missed that sitter? From about two yards out, and he's put it wide. Oh, Hodgson couldn't believe it. I, I did see it, but I can't remember the name of the player. Unfortunately, it was. Uh, hang on, let me just check the subs. I think it was loser. Or, oh, yeah. that's right, because the woman who was doing the commentary was just shouting, "Loser, loser, loser!" And he's I was a bit like, harsh, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. But he, <laughs> you know, I wonder what was going on. Yeah. I didn't so realize it was, was an absolute. Name. I can't believe. I can't believe he missed it. To be honest, and what so Watford had chances to win that well, they game. Post as well in the same thing, didn't they? Yeah. Oh. And then Pontus Janssen pops up, last last second, and goes, yeah, "Yeah, go on then. We don't need it, but we'll have it." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's um. A good yeah. win for them. A good win. Up. I mean, we've brushed over this game because we haven't really talked about it. But the Southampton Arsenal game. Southampton. Doing what they do. Oh, Fraser Forster was Loose. amazingly good. Oh, he good. was he was phenomenal. He was at at his at his best. But this I've is not seen him play like that for do. about five six years. But yeah, they absolutely get hammered one week. Yeah. Week after, don't worry, we got this this week. Yeah. <laughs> We're all right. We're all right today. And Arsenal missed a bundle of chances as well. Yeah, no, no, no like we said, no one wants top four. No one wants it. <laughs> no, no, no one wants. Everyone it. thinks it's a curse at this point. Uh, and then, yeah, the other game that I suppose we haven't mentioned from the league was uh, Newcastle-Leicester. Another last-minute goal. Another last-minute goal. Um, Bruno, Bruno Gomerez. What, yeah. what a signing he's turned out to be. To be fair, in the 95th minute of the game, as Eddie Howe said afterwards, for him to get himself into the box, you know, because obviously the play oh, yeah. started back in their half. 
and he's run and he's sprinted run the whole 70 length. yards to get in the box yeah. a lovely diving header I thought yeah. he was going to take his shorts off at one point I got a bit worried <laughs> oh dear because he took his shirt off and then he started and I was like what are you doing what's he no? doing what's no? he doing that's not Fiji that's not about... <laughs> I mean, there is there has a player there is a player that has done that before of taking shorts <laughs> off as well i can't i think he was a newcastle player as well so yeah, I, can't remember I remember i remember bentner doing it in the world cup and getting fined yeah because he had his paddy power sh- uh, boxes on didn't tamuri kitspire when he went a bit larry didn't he try to take oh, right. shorts off as well maybe maybe yeah there's calm a few down, of them. northeast calm down few of them out there it's just cold up there too it wasn't. It was a lovely day up there if I looked at it. It was a northern oh, joke. It was a northern joke. It was just a northern joke. Well, it's cold up there. Because it's north. It's always cold in the north, apparently. I, I don't know. I don't go north that often. Just making jokes. I wasn't ask, asking for a, a weather report. I mean, do you want the weather for today in Newcastle? I'm good, thanks. Sure. It's, it's cold, it's north, that's all you need to know. Right. Um that's that's the league. That's the that's all the games really. Currently the Premier 10 League degrees in, the in FA Newcastle Cup. upon time. Well there you go. Cold. <laughs> you wouldn't I wouldn't want to run round outside in just my pants at ten degrees, let's put it that way. <laughs> there is a mental image, folks, that you will probably never get out of your heads now. I'm sorry. I mean, to be fair, most people listening to this probably don't even know what I look like, so it's no, fine. that's true. Hence <laughs> the beauty of an audio medium. Yeah, I think I think we're sort of there, aren't we? I'm done, yeah. <laughs> we're sort of there. <laughs> what we got next? You're going to take, take everyone around the world? I'm going to compose myself, and then I'm going to take everybody around the world. <laughs> All right, then. I, I, like how, how, I like how you've dropped the eight seconds, by the way. Yeah. It's just around the world in as long as time as it takes me to read it all out now. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. Title races all over the place. So I'm going to start this week in League One because PSG, by the time you hear this, they could have been crowned champions of France. They beat Marseille 2-1. Rennes failed to capitalise on that as well after losing to Monaco who are making a late dash for Europe. Very interesting outside of those top three or four places. You have PSG, if they win on Wednesday, they will be champions because they will have too many points for everyone to catch them. In La Liga, Real Madrid are also in the same boat. By the end of the week, they could be champions as well if Barcelona fail to win either of their two games with Sociedad and Rayo Vallecano. Sevilla and Atletico can keep it going if they win, but you feel it's only a matter of time before Real win the title. Same thing happening in Germany as well. Bayern Munich are closing in on the title there. They face Borussia Dortmund this weekend, and it could all be wrapped up if they beat them. Down under, the AFC Champions League group stage has begun. I know, everyone wants to hear about this. With Melbourne City in action, they took on... The Jedham Dragons, who are in the K-League 2. Who knew? In the A-League itself, Western United won in Melbourne City's absence to close the gap down to two points. Across the pond, New York City beat Rail Salt Lake 6-0 with Valentino Castinos scoring four goals at Yankee Stadium. 
in the EFL after a packed Easter programme. Scunthorpe were relegated to the National League. Derby were also relegated to League One after Reading snatched a late equaliser to turn them down. Fulham can be promoted back to the Premier League if they win their match in midweek. And we end, of course, with the Serie A title race, where the two Milan clubs both won. Napoli drew against 10-man Roma, as it looks like it's coming to a two-horse race going into the final five games of the season. Yep, still only four points, though, Gath, uh, separating those teams at the top. Yeah, but no. But uh, we're we've, we've into having a game in hand. You have to say it may well be Napoli's race run. It could be, but it depends. It will depend on what happens with that extra game that Inter have got. Yes, definitely. But it's, uh, it's very interesting going on. And also, speaking of the EFL, uh, I must mention a goal from uh, Notts Forest. Oh, Jack Colback. Jack Colback. Woo! <laughs> I mean, he can claim all he likes. That was a shot. I will never believe him. Oh, no, it's cross. Definitely. He's 100% <laughs> trying to put that in into the box for someone. And it has just flown off his boat, off his boot, and just gone. Yep, just dipped in quite nicely under the bar. Says thank you very much. Yeah. Catches the goalkeeper off guard. Shame about Derby as well. Yeah, shame about Derby. Um, the sounds of it though, if they get a quick sale, Rooney yeah. might stay. I think he's going to. I think he's going to try and get him back up first time round. Yeah, that's going to be the big challenge. And of course, that's a, you know, he's. Rooney's a big name to have there for anybody trying to buy the club. And if Rooney's going to stay for an extra season or two or whatever, yeah. actually, you know, we can work with that as a manager. Yeah. He, there was a nice thing on socials. There was He was talking to the Derby supporters after, after the yeah, game yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Um, outside, the players were behind him, weren't they, yeah. as, as well? He was just having a little moment. And just sort of saying, you know, it's not down to us, it's not down to you, we were relegated. It's not down to them, really. It's not down to any of one, any of the playing staff at all. No, <laughs> I mean, you know, they've done enough to stay in the league if they hadn't had twenty-one points taken off. Oh, them. absolutely, yeah. That's a yeah, daft. But yeah, the, the purchase and the sale of Derby is going to be crucial to just to make sure because that's the thing they need to concentrate on now is making sure they've still got a football club next week, you know, or next season. Yeah, it sounds like the American fella who was interested. It sounds like it's all going to go through. I think the yeah. only thing that's left outstanding is the stadium i think hopefully that will get resolved very very soon oh we must mention as well quick you know we want to send our thoughts to the ronaldo family given we their do, given the news that's come out loss. yeah um it's really sad obviously um so yeah no thoughts with them taking forward if we must we must before we leave obviously check in with Gianluca at all we can check in with Gianluca. they had a good result this week Eltac. They drew nil-nil with Lask, who Ah. reached the later stages of the Europa League last season. So, yeah, nil-nil. Nothing really to report from Gianluca. He only lasted about an hour, and that keeps them off the bottom of the table, still in the relegation playoff with about five, six games to go. So it's all getting very interesting. Interesting. If you understand how that league works, good luck to you. You need a degree in... Uh, what did they? What did Ian Dark say? He needs a degree in English literature. I don't know, but it's you it's don't in, know it's that in Austria, you, you've isn't never it? heard that one before. And it's just in Austria, Austria, isn't it? No, 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 oh. no. It was a commentary years ago. Andy Gray and Ian Dark were doing the commentary, and he 
Andy Gray, Ian Dark said he's got a degree in English literature and he corrected himself and said, no, it's a maths degree. And he's, and Andy Gray said, I, I should hope it's a maths degree if he knows his angles. We... <laughs> oh, dear. Before we go, funny. though, yes. before we go, we must talk about uh, Burnley's managerial position. Yes, we must. Obviously, we talked about the game briefly, but we didn't talk about the fact that Burnley have sacked Sean Dyche with, at the time, they had, what, seven, six, uh, seven eight games, games remaining. Well, eight they had eight game games remaining, remain, didn't they, at the time, Yeah. before the West Ham game. It's got seven games left. They've sacked a manager. I'm not quite sure of the thought process that has gone through the club at this stage of the season. I genuinely don't get it. And and not to have someone lined up ready to go yeah. is the bit that shocks me more. Yeah, definitely. Because surely, if you're changing your manager this late in the season and you want an impact of that, you need to know who's coming in. Yes. <laughs> Straight away. And it doesn't to... sound like anybody's going to. No, it's such a strange one. So a... it, I don't know what's one. made them make this decision. It's it's so odd. Like, I don't I don't see the logic behind it. No. To sack someone so late, it's like okay, we might just have to reset. It's it's a desperate it's a desperation move. It is a desperation when, move. And it really yeah. wasn't a desperate. You know, they weren't at the desperate time yet, and maybe that's their thought process: is that there's still you know, at that point twenty four points available to us, and if we got you know if we get 18, 15, 18 of those, there's a chance we stay in the league. And that's their thought process, but your squad's not all that. No. You know what I mean? And to sack him before the end of the season, when he's just... A, in fact, to sack him at all... Yeah, I mean, after 10 years in charge, yeah. Yeah. It's like, Burnley know who they are, right? They haven't come into the Premier League and spent 100... You know, I bet, I bet they've barely spent 100 million on, on transfers I since th- they came into the league. I think it worked out that they'd spent about 6 million... Sort of balancing it out between the two well, a net, and a net spend. Yeah. So a net spend of six million, and I bet you, I bet you their income wasn't that high. No. For their players, I can't, I can't think of many players who've moved from Burnley for big money. No. So. It's ridiculous. It's, it's such a silly move. So they, you know, they they can't have been expecting Sean Dyche to keep them going and keep going in that league without proper investment in the squad. No. That, that's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah. John Dyche has done a phenomenal job with that football club to keep him in the Premier League for as long as he has. And then and then they've just gone, all right, first sign of trouble, it's your fault. Forget the fact we've not given you any money or yeah. we haven't had the money to spend. You're done. It's because they lost to Norwich. Anyone yeah. that's lost to Norwich so far this season, I'm not sure if it's factually I mean, correct. Who's lost to Norwich? Because they've, they've won five games, Norwich. Let's have a look. I did work out a thing earlier that John Dyche is the 10th manager to be sacked this season which is ridiculous in itself. So they beat Burnley, so obviously they got rid of Sean Dyche after that. They beat Watford in January. Didn't they get rid of Claudio Ranieri just after that? Okay. They beat Southampton. They didn't get rid of Ralph Parsonoodle. So that one's not... Yeah, no, he's already already gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. That's a shame. That would have been really funny. Yeah, if you lose to Norwich, you lose your job. Yeah, I mean to be fair, it's a fair statement. And I get the whole it thing is. of loads of players are out of contract in the summer. They're going to have to refresh the squad. Sean Dyche should have gotten, should have done that. They also beat Brentford, so no, yeah. it's well and truly gone. But it's 
Yeah, that was Sean Dice's job to refresh that squad, whatever division they were in. He should have been oh, given yeah. the opportunity to bring them back up if they went down. I 100% agree with that. It, it's it's such a bad move for them because I think the club will struggle because I don't think Burnley can go down and necessarily come straight back up. No. No. Who, who goes in there? Who who in their right mind is going to take that job on at the moment? Even Sam Allardyce wouldn't have done the last eight games. I think... Um, no, yeah, no one's probably going to take it this season. Yeah. Uh, it takes it. It might be more of a prospect next season in the championship, or if they do manage to survive, you know, there's a job for someone. Job for, for Wayne sure. Rooney, maybe. I doubt it. I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay the, the course at, at Derby. Yeah. Because he had the opportunity. If, you know, Everton come knocking on his door. Don't forget. Yes, true. And he turned he turned Everton down because he wanted to carry this through with Derby. And yeah. I think he will stay with them next season, as long as the takeover happens in a timely fashion. Then I think he'll stay, and I think he'll do the season next year. He'll well, at least he'll start the season next year, and see how it goes. But yeah, it's an odd decision, strange one, strange one. And um, I think they'll pay the ultimately. I think they'll pay the price for this decision now. Yeah, I'm I'm going with you on that one. Yeah, I think if anyone could have got that squad doing something, it would have been Sean Dosh. But there we go. Right, shall we have a look at this weekend's fixtures? We start match day 34 in the Premier League. We are closing in on the end of the season. At the Emirates Stadium, Arsenal taking on Manchester United at lunchtime. There are three games at three o'clock on Saturday. Leicester take on Aston Villa in a local derby. Manchester City take on Watford. Good luck, Watford, with that one. Norwich take on Newcastle. The 5.30 game is Brentford against Tottenham, which will be an interesting one, I think, given Brentford's recent form. Three games at 2 o'clock on Sunday. Burnley take on Wolves. Chelsea take on West Ham and another huge game for West Ham. Brighton take on Southampton with the 4.30 game being the Merseyside derby between Liverpool and Everton. And Monday night football is back. Crystal Palace take on Leeds. There we go. A few, few, few juicy ones in there. And let's get your teeth into West Ham. Chelsea's always West Ham. A... Chelsea's always an interesting. game. Always a big, a big game. Even Arsenal, Manchester United is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, we've got the Merseyside derby in there as well. Don't forget. Yes. Yeah. Arsenal, Man United. Historically, has always been a big fixture. But there's, there's going to be a lot of intrigue around that game just because of how bad everyone is. But I, I think you know Arsenal will probably do us. Draw, please. Thank you very much. Not... Turn up and you, you you don't matter anyway, you're gonna to lose to Brentford. Thanks. Right. <laughs> Thank you all very very for very, very much for listening. Uh, please do tell a friend. Please do go and tell everyone how much you're enjoying the podcast and tell all your football fans where to find us. Uh you can always get in touch with us on Twitter at Let's Football Pod. Please feel free to come and drop us a follow there and, and get in touch with us. You can email us too. At let's talk football podcast 442 at gmail.com. That's let's talk football podcast 442 at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on your team wherever you are in the world. Uh, we'll be back next week with all the news from the games. So make sure you stay with us. But for now, everyone, I want you all to stay safe, look after yourselves, and we'll see you all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.